Welcome back, my beautiful babies, to another episode of Tom Talks. I'm your host, Heath Parker, voice of Titanium Mike on Southern Tomfoolery's main show, the Apollo Protection Agency. I'm joined, as always, by my brother in pods and our dedicated GM, Adam Kelly. How are you today, my man? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for asking. Yeah. So today is a special episode of Tom Talks, as it's the first episode of Tom Talks in which our guest is not a cast member. We have with us today a friend of the podcast and our newest Passel pal, Brian Fuchs, or as those of you in our Discord may know him, Old Scratch Johnson. Hi. So how's the day treating you, Brian? Uh, today is treating me pretty darn well, I would say, and it's even better because I'm about to start drinking. So yeah. nice. I, I just cracked my first beer of the evening as well. Well, well what's what's been going on today? You guys been, just been chilling? You have work? Yeah, I had to work today. But it was a good day at work. Uh, then I, I had a good weekend, which was yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> how's, yeah. how's the praline business? Uh, it's it's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, that one was for you, Josh. Yep. What, what about you, Brian? So I'm a PhD student, and so uh, for me, work comes in waves. And recently, I've been looking at the big, the big tall wave of getting ready to propose for my thesis. So, um, but had some meetings with some people who are going to be on my committee at the today, and it got more scheduled for later in the week. It's all going pretty smoothly, all things considered. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, that's it's, it. Seems like a really good idea then to take on this new project with us, <laughs> right? <laughs> Right. <laughs> that we're here to, no. uh, thank you for taking on this project with us because that's a, that's a hell of a wave to crest. But I have faith in you, Brian. You're going to do just fine. Yeah. Oh, and oh, I mean, congr- congratulations on the progress you've made and are making in your PhD. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I did not work today. I've been chilling, getting ready for Tom Talks and listening to a bunch of Unknown Mortal Orchestra. You got, You guys listen to them mm-hmm. yeah i never heard of them before so what is that they're they're really i don't adam would probably be better at describing their sound than me but they're really it's pleasant like, yeah it's like i don't know it's like prog funk but it's not either of those no I, you know I, what i mean like it's not hard for me to, to be funky funk, yeah but hmm. like there's funk elements to it and hmm. there's like it's like it's hype that's what it is for sure is it's like it 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 bangs you know even that is like hard to say because like they're very like smooth a lot of the time and like it's a weird like pleasantness with an undertone of darkness a lot of the time yeah um but very like a lot of electronic sounds but they're they're quite obviously a band not like a an edm group Mm-hmm. Um, they're cool though. I mean, like I, I had been familiar with like four or five of their tracks uh, just from from work and other places. And today, I like was just listening to random songs and heard one of their their songs. And I was like, I want to do more work on like getting familiar with them. So I just went to the the classic Spotify. This is Unknown mm-hmm. Mortal Orchestra, mm-hmm. and just started that from the beginning and listened for like an hour. Did you find uh, any new walkout music among? among oh no, they're not. They're not what I would ever use for walkout music, uh, <laughs> and, and not for boxing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I've always said uh, it's funny. I've made the joke lots of times. Like if I Heath had walkout music for like 
boxing or wrestling or, or something like that, it would be the floozies. Um, because yeah. they're just super hype. And before that, it was uh, uh, lettuce. Yeah, the the funk band lettuce. Uh, are you familiar with any of those bands, Brian? Not at all. Nope. Well, <laughs> well, you learning today? All right. Yeah, looks like looks like we got some extra homework on top of all of this for you. Okay. All right. That's <laughs> yeah, what I I'll, needed. Here, let me add it to I'll my s- list. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say I'll send you a playlist or something. Absolutely, I'll listen. Cool. Well, l- again, uh, thanks for being here, Brian. Uh, like I said, it's the first time it's been a non-cast member, but this is a special occasion because we're unveiling a new project for our patreon still listeners. keeping it in the team you yeah know what i mean yeah well that's why we made him part of the team <laughs> <laughs> uh so we we made the announcement several days ago that brian would be joining the rank of passel pal as a friend of and contributor in some form or fashion to southern tomfoolery uh, we let the mystery behind that decision simmer and build for a couple of days because we just can't pass up an opportunity to build a little drama or tension. And then we just announced our newest Patreon project titled Titanium Mike's Fight Rock, which will allow patrons to make or select a boxer and participate in a boxing match against Titanium Mike. And personally, I'm super excited about this, as you would expect. And uh, we're going to get into some details surrounding Fight Rock in a bit, but uh, I was going to first give Brian kind of an opportunity as our our newest, uh, you know, kind of contributor to the pod to tell us a little bit about yourself. You you told us you're a PhD student. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'm, so right now I'm in basically in Atlanta. Technically I'm in Roswell, Georgia, which is a Northern suburb of Atlanta. Uh, but I'm originally from Iowa, grew up there most of my life, moved, moved down here maybe four or five years ago. And I guess, um, in terms of my involvement with, uh, tabletop RPGs like this, I actually don't play too many of them, but, uh, I've developed an enthusiasm for, uh, TTRPG podcasts. And, uh, I met the Southern Tom Fleury guys at, uh, Dragon Con last year. In fact, my first username drop was in, uh, Tom Talks 4, I believe. Your post Dragon Con one. Yes. Because I, I gave okay. Adam a gift. I have it right here. <laughs> nice. Well, that was actually going to be my next question was how did you come to learn about Southern Tom Fleury and join the community? And, I already knew, of course, that we met you at Dragon Con, but I was going to let uh, you or Adam chime in and kind of tell that story. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were at Glass Cannon Live, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, uh, I had, let me think here. So me and my brother made custom shirts for that one, different references to the show. And I think it was actually Emily that uh, tapped either me or him on the shoulder and asked us about the, the shirts. And then that started off a whole conversation. You guys told me about Southern Tom Foolery, and we had a little bit of back and forth on what your podcast was about and everything. And then fairly soon after Dragon Con, I started listening regularly. Was nice. it one of, I believe Adams told me the story recently. Was it, was it Brian or, or one of Brian's friends that kind of, uh, made you reevaluate how you would pitch the podcast. Oh, it, it was it was definitely Brian. Uh, <laughs> uh, he he, you know, we were still early on in like trying to get this out, you know, beyond just our friend group. You know, I think at this point we had been a podcast for three months, 
four months, something like that. Still pretty early and still figuring it all out. And Dragon Con was our first big, like, we're going to a con to kind of promote this and to go to a con because we had never been to one before. And, you know, we printed a bunch of buttons and koozies and just handed it all out. It was great because we like started up a bunch of conversations with a bunch of cool people. But when I was kind of pitching it to Brian, he he said, okay, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of actual play podcasts out there. You know, what, what is it in particular about yours? You know, what is your flavor that, should make it go to the top of the list or something like that. I can't remember exactly what you said, but it was along those lines. And I realized I didn't really have an answer for that, you know, at the time. I mean, I came up with one on the spot and <laughs> well, good job. <laughs> yeah, Passed your charisma check. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Seemed to work out okay. But it made, I'm still it just here, made so. me Yeah, right. <laughs> but it, it definitely made me think about it and be like, okay, so what is gonna be the thing that that makes it makes it us, you know? And, uh, here we are. If it makes you feel any better, I, um, had taken at least one shot of fireball, probably two or three before we talked. <laughs> so I can't remember what your answer was either, but you know, good enough that, you know, here I am now. So <laughs> see, I, it was funny. Cause at that show, I had such a different experience cause I barely talked to anybody for the whole show. Cause I was so hung over from the day before, that I like made myself go and like take a shot and then nurse a couple of beers the whole time. And I sat on like the farthest outside seat. So I was like, thank God some of the other uh, STF people are doing some networking right now. <laughs> Fortunately, I ended up giving away probably way too many buttons. Um, yeah, it. well, I mean, I still have too many buttons. So like, I, I think you're fine. Okay. Um, so Brian, you said you, you don't have a lot of experience actually playing TTRPGs. Do you, ha- have you played any at all? Yeah. So I've played a little bit of 5e. I'm actually in a 5e game right now. Um, nice. What game? I'm- it's a homebrew from a friend of oh, mine. Okay. Yeah, she set it up when all the shelter in place started. Um, okay, cool. So we have a weekly game for that. And then it's mainly been 5e. I've GM'd a couple of sessions. Oh, I did GM uh, like some of the beginning sessions for Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Um, and I do have one upcoming that I'm very excited for. Next week, I'm going to run an introductory session for Delta Green. Which is oh, a, nice. Yeah, it's like, see, I don't, yeah. I don't know anything about Delta Green, but I've heard a lot of people getting really excited about it. Oh, I love it. So it's Call of Cthulhu, uh, based in like the modern era. Uh, uh, <clears throat> so, uh, and I really enjoy uh, mystery horror, such like the stuff that comes in your internet slash fiction style, and Delta Green fits right into it. Has all the conspiracy theories, eldritch horrors. It's great. Nice. Well, nice. That'll, be, that'll be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Well, as far as 5e, I know there's a lot of people out there What with the edition wars and, and brand loyalty and everything that would give you a lot of shit for that. But not here. Not here yeah. at STF. That's that's our roots. Yeah. That's where yeah. we came from. Um, and, I mean, it is great for, like, getting it. Like, like, especially someone like you who you said you haven't played a lot of TTRPGs. 5e is great for that. I mean, it's... Great for like getting into it and then maybe moving on to other stuff like Call of Cthulhu or Pathfinder or Starfinder or whatever. Mm. Have you played? You haven't played any Starfinder? No. No. Uh, oh, other man. than like the one Dragon Con does their 
like the GMs come in and run the introduction introduction se- sessions. All right, yeah. starting off like that, and uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's Tom talks, dude. <laughs> yeah, and so I played like I played one of those scenarios. Okay, nice. Shoot, we'll have- we need to get you in a Starfinder. I was going to say the same thing. We got to <laughs> we, we we do the best we can to try to push the Starfinder thing. Like we you know we're in a larger community of like Paizo people, but we really try to pr- push the Starfinder product in general, mm-hmm. and they like. Uh, they're you know they have their flaws and nitpicks that people have about them or whatever but i'm really excited the end of this month they've got so much content coming out yeah yeah they're dumping a lot yeah and they've got some really cool upcoming adventures and stuff that we're all excited about so eventually we'll have to get you in something man yeah (laughs) i look forward to it so you're um obviously quite adept at uh game mechanics i was gonna ask was this your first time uh doing the the you know, supplementing our kind of boxing game. Is this the first time you've done a supplementary game system like that? Or or have you had experience messing around with stuff like that before? No, this was the first. And really, it was like you guys laid down the groundwork for it. Um, What was the first episode where the all use that system was Mike's first match? Do you remember? Uh, (laughs) Nope. It's going to (laughs) be... In the it's gonna be like in the forties because mm-hmm. we got we went we got back to Outpost Zed in thirty nine, mm-hmm. um, and it was the first fight, right? So it's yeah. probably like forty two. Okay, forty three. Th- that makes sense because I know the third fight was number was episode fifty two. Now in special, uh, but yeah. the um, after listening to it, there was a lot of discussion on the Discord about it and. Uh, I was just like, this is, I was just honestly blown away really by the way that you two created and made this exciting kind of semi-narrative system uh, to, to do a boxing match that didn't devolve into <laughs> Mike punches and then moves. And then, you know, what was right. the first one? The other guy punches and then moves. Um, right. Well, that, that was really what we wanted to avoid. We wanted to. That's the whole reason we made the thing. Is because we didn't want to do that, you know. Yeah, I mean, it really came out of our our love for like, if we can't find an interesting way to RP this, well, like, let's force ourselves to to yeah. build a game and make it make it a game and and bring some level of RP out of that. Well, and also to kind of like respect boxing too, because boxing is more than just slugging it out. Like it, it's a it's, little bit. It's the sweet science, baby. Yeah, like, and so like. I wanted it to be more than just a brawl of because like there there's some technique to it, you know, and so that's also reflected in having this like little mini game. And plus it's like let's just make a mini game. Let's just do it. Right, <laughs> you know, like, right. like well, let's and, just and, do that, you know. And to your point, like I mean, boxing with a capital B, I guess, is not street fighting, right? Like right. that's that's why Rocky Five sucks, and we don't talk about it because <laughs> it's not about boxing; it's about street fighting ultimately. Um, well, yeah, I mean, again, I, I want to thank you. I'll probably thank you fifteen times before the <laughs> night is over, Brian. But we're. We're all super pumped for the work you've done on our new Patreon project. So we, we already started to dip our toes into it. So I was going to say, why don't we jump into talking about the basics of how this whole project came about? And, and then later we'll get into like what it is exactly and some of the details. Yeah. Um, so I'll start by saying uh, a few weeks ago, 
after recording a session of our main show, I mentioned to a couple of the cast members that I'd had the idea for Patreon supporters to be able to box Mike, since we had made his professional boxing background such a staple of the show. Um, so, uh, you know, first I want to applaud Adam for having the courage to, to take the risk of incorporating a, a boxing mini game in the first place. I mean, ultimately it's his decision what does and doesn't go into the show. And he was the one that came up with the idea of having the boxing tournament on Outpost Zed. And to be honest, I was really surprised that he wanted to go in that direction, but, um, yeah, well, and more importantly, deviate from some of the more written aspects of the books of Against the Aeon Throne to accommodate something he knew was important to me and my character, you know? So that that was really cool. And then, as, as we said, like, it kind of came out of a place of not wanting to have a, a boring RP or description of, of fighting and, mm-hmm. and to do it a little bit of service. So... I believe whenever you pitched the idea to me, Adam, it was like what the day before <laughs> we were supposed to have the boxing yeah, tournament, yeah, the yeah. night before, and yeah. you're you know it was like, well, why don't we? You know, we started talking. It's like, well, why don't we figure out like some way to roll dice and do this instead of right. just say so like punch, you, punch, punch. Right. I jumped in Excel and started like putting some numbers together, but I needed you to like tell me what the boxing moves were and like how they work and what should do more damage and all that kind of stuff. And like, we knocked, we banged that thing out that night and then like did what three different matches that night before we, yeah, the first match took us an hour and a half to do. And I was like, Ooh, I don't think we can put this in the episode, (laughs) but like, that's when we were still figuring it out. And like every move that we did was like very meticulous and like okay this is how this works or whatever but we ended up getting it down to what i think 45 minutes and we're like all right something like that we can we can do this we can get it in there you know how how many rounds did we do in the boxing tournament well it was supposed to go six rounds but like most of them ended they all ended before the six no the last one went six right no it didn't did not go six Maybe five, four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But they were intended to be six round matches. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, but it, it was just funny to me. Like he brought that idea up the night before and we both just like got into it and we're like, yeah, let's do it. And fortunately for both of us, I mean, like I'm already a, a big fan of boxing anyways, but also I was a big fan of the fight night boxing games. So I had a little bit better grip on like how to look at these things in terms of statistics. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and, and you know, in, in those games, I mean, like in boxing, you have X amount of punches, but like in those games, you can add points into those punches to make them more powerful and stuff like that. So I, I, I at least was like not hesitant to jump into like making it a game or right. a, not a video game kind of thing, but making it a game of some kind. Well, we got it out and we got that rough first draft out for that first fight. And Brian, you, you heard it and you decided to run with it. Basically. Um, <laughs> I remember like after the episode came out, I think I, you know, I, I really, I mean, I love the fact that it was there. And then I just thought, but at the same time, that that first version of it is pretty basic. It's roll the highest score, you know, buy the right. highest punches yeah. you can, and then you know do your defense as well. And so, uh, I thought that there might be a way to make it a little bit more strategic. 
um, yeah. if you incorporated different moves in, into it, things that incorporated uh, not just having to buy damage essentially, but and incorporating some risk as well. Right. Where if you failed, there was going to be there was going to be a punishment for you, and that's for example where the that's where some of those moves came out of. Right, yeah, like the haymaker, the haymaker, 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 and straight counter. Yeah, are the, yeah. the big yep. additions. Yeah. But like, it adds drama to the match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you said, it, it gives that puts some risk to it and gives you options. And as soon as there's options, then there's different ways to play. You mm-hmm. know? Right. Well, mm-hmm. and that that's what makes it uh, a more balanced but a more interesting game as well. Mm-hmm. It's like if if not everybody's not working on the same just dice rolls like there there are other stats and factors that can make one boxer better at things than another mm-hmm. well that i think that's what you guys have been working on now for this inter- iteration well, that's right? what we're still working on right yeah. right um but yeah so anyways you you gave us this new rule set right this version two and we took that into fight two but we didn't get to like fully explore it because that fight was rigged you know mm-hmm. um <laughs> You know, and to go back to your point earlier, Heath, in, in the the boxing tournament in itself gave me a story to tell during that week where you're supposed to be stalked by the reptoid. You know what I mean? And so, like, I I didn't. It's too obvious if all of those events happen back to back to back, right? Okay, so like to you know, it's day two and Ziva has an issue with her chamber and okay, then we get together in our next sessions. It's now day five. And this, you know, I, I wanted something to fill in those spaces that could, you know, what could serve, talk- serve as a distraction. And, and right, I, don't, I right. don't say that in a demeaning way. No, yeah. like, like intentionally some cover for this operative to work in, you know what I mean? And it, it was good. I mean, it, it was very mutual, mutually beneficial for, to give you an opportunity to explore that side of your character and to also like really make, I mean, we really made book three our own with that. We, the first two books took us like 19 to 20 episodes to do the third book doubled that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, which is something that I've said in the past, like I'm super proud of, like, cause I want to stretch it. One, One of my only kind of nitpicks with Starfinder is that I do feel like they, move so much faster than Pathfinder. Just ba- I haven't played Pathfinder, but based on the podcast I've listened to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you well, and the books themselves are shorter. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like they're, they're so I, I relish any opportunity to stretch it out that mm-hmm. I can find. Uh, I did want to ask Brian, though, since you, uh, at the time, weren't even a Passel pal. You were a listener, and you helped us with the boxing game or whatever. But as a listener... And I guess this is going to come off as me fishing for compliments, uh-huh. but uh, all right, all right, like how did on. how did how did you think the addition of the boxing tournament worked out? Like, did, did it vibe with you as a listener? Like, do do you think it was as successful as we perceive it to be? Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's. I asked uh, Adam right. The question that we talked about, like what makes your podcast special and to be uh, willing and able to add an entire section that uh, focuses on one character's development and but also in a way that, you know, advances the story in in some ways is 
I mean, I don't know how many non-homebrew podcasts would ever think to do that. And so on top of that, too, the fights themselves were exciting. Um, Adam and Heath, you did a great job building up the hype for each fight and like kind of continuing it through the music and then the actions and the things that all the characters were saying. Um, so, I mean, if I didn't like it, I would have probably just written off the rules and been like, uh, they'll do, they can do their thing and I'll just come back to it when they're finished with the, with the matches. But no, it was great. Sweet. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that because, because we were really excited about it, but there's a certain degree of like, when you're inside of it, it's hard to be objective, right? Mm. So, I mean, I think Adam and I particularly are always looking for like, well, what did you guys think? Because we think it's cool, but it's possible we could be wrong. <laughs> you know, mm. we're not perfect, but I, I think we had a lot of fun with it. And uh, to your point, I think what made it as much of a success as it was and we think it is is like you said it it didn't it did a lot to progress Mike's backstory but it moved the story forward for the entire party as well and that's a hard balance to to reach so i mean good job adam at being able to incorporate that and i think adam also is like self-described as like a person who to a degree likes to run the books like as written so he when he, when he I does, like to, like, but that's when it comes to like the 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 rules, I guess. You know right. what I mean? Like we'll we'll tear apart the story all day long, <laughs> right? Know, and make it our own. But like I want to, I want to play it by the books. I want it to be fair. Like I want the dice to matter. You know what I mean? And I also want there to be like an understood these. This is the system that we're working in. You know, and that you're making your decisions around a consistent system you know what i mean but as far as the story dude like i mean obviously i've rewritten major chunks of right of of a lot what we're playing so i'm not too beholden to that other than it's nice to have the guide because i don't have a 40 hours a week to write a story the way i'd want to write a story you know um but anyway so the boxing we all loved it and decided that it you know, he had this idea that he wanted to extend it as as a way to engage the listeners even further. You know what I mean? And so, so Rock, uh, Fight Rock was born. Right. Well, and, and now that we've kind of covered the history of like how the game came to be a thing, the boxing minigame, I was going to say, let's talk about a little bit about what that thing actually is going to look and feel like. Mm-hmm. And and Adam and Brian, feel free to jump in and help me out with any details I may overlook, right? Yeah. So, as I said in the announcement, or as Adam announced, uh, Titanium Mike's Fight Rock will be available to people at the $10 tier of Patreon after three months of Patreon support, right? Mm-hmm. And that does go back as well, right? If you've yeah, already it's like been. Nice. Yeah, if you've already been... For three months, you're already on uh, 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 eligible for a fight, and uh, I I will just say as a caveat to that to anybody who's currently a patron but wants to upgrade to ten, we'll count you as your three months as well. You know, if you've been been with us for three months, but then going forward, anybody that comes in has to come in at that ten. Right. 
but we'll grandfather our, our existing patrons in if they choose to upgrade. Sweet. Well, I mean, that's really cool. Like that's flexible. And, and uh, I know uh, with a project like this, the, the people that'll be excited about it are going to want to want to do it as soon mm. as they can. So for those people that are getting grandfathered, like, Merry Christmas, my dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the thing is, like, let's go ahead and get it out of the way on the top that this isn't happening until September 1st is when we'll be start scheduling the first fight. So there's still development to be done, but we wanted to give people an opportunity to work towards that three month now while we're developing it. You know what I mean? Instead of waiting until it's done and so, oh, well, shoot, I could, you know. So anyways, that's the kind of logistics of the timing of this and, and how that piece of it will work, you know? Right. Well, and like Adam said, it'll, uh, go live, so to speak, uh, September 1st. Uh, and that's because like, to be honest, me and Brian are still very much in a, a play testing phase of this thing. We've done a few matches, mm -hmm. but we want to do several more and play around with some of the mechanics and, and character creation stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what can you talk to me a little bit about what that looks like? I mean, you say character creation. Can you give me kind of an overview of what you're thinking for this? Uh, yeah. So the idea is, um, if you're a Patreon supporter for for three months, you will be eligible to make a character and um, box Titanium Mike. Right. That's that's the the fun part. Uh, but with character creation, you're going to have some options, right? So I, I think we are going to uh, provide some guidelines and like some toned down character creation guides for when you do this thing. Um, because the, the simple fact of this project is this is a mini game. This is not an AP. This is not playing the great game proper. So there, you, people are going to have to understand that there is going to be a certain amount of limitation that comes with this thing. Right. On top of that too. I mean, not everyone's coming in with a lot of character creation experience and that can take a lot of time. Even if you have helping things like hero lab or any of the other programs that are out there. Um, so, and not everyone who gets a chance to be part of this mini game maybe wants to spend all that time on it. So by making the guidelines, making maybe this toned down way, we're hoping to make this more inviting for um, people to be part of the project. Right. And they will have another option as well. Uh, yes, they we're going to have a couple of pre-generated characters as well uh, that people can choose from to uh, to box. And we'll try to make, give them like some different backgrounds, different races. So you should be able to find what you're looking for, even if you're not making a character. So, yeah, that sounds, that sounds pretty slick. I mean, what if, uh, can you give us a little, a little teaser taste of what some of the options might be? Sure. Um, so there's, so, uh, some of the characters are probably going to be a little bit more strength based. They're, you know, they're going to be able to throw more punches per round. Uh, some of them will be a little bit more defense, uh, or, uh, maybe, maybe they'll have, you know, higher constitution scores, more hit points. We're looking at maybe incorporating some other mechanics into it, uh, regarding feats or, uh, race or class that, uh, people pick, but those are still in development at the moment. Cool. Cool. Well, I, I do know. Um, we, we still have to build 
uh, a few more pre-generated characters and kind of the idea that I had had and discussed with Brian is to have maybe five or six pre-generated characters. So if you don't feel like spending the time to create a character, which is completely understandable for something that you're only going to get to do one time, have it kind of like a, like you're in the menu of a Street Fighter game and you can pick five or six different options that their flavor fits the kind of thing you want to do as far as build or just the kind of, of race, um, you know, build combination that you'd like to have. I know one of them that Brian has played around with is a, a an Android, right? Mm-hmm. An Android operative. Um, I'm planning on building definitely a half-orc of some kind. Um, okay. And uh, we're also looking at maybe an uplifted bear. But like I said, we've still got to build several more pre-generated characters. And we do want to have some fun races and stuff in there. Kasatha is another one. Mm-hmm. I was playing around with, which is like has such interesting implications for boxing with having four arms. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I can't. I personally can't wait to see what you guys come up with. Um, I know that you're still still working on some things. I, I know a couple of things you're working on, but we're going to keep that behind the curtain for now. Uh, what from the boxing that's been on the show can we see expect? I mean, are we gonna? Is it gonna be just run like the same rules that are on the show? Have you developed? Have you guys developed anything beyond that? I'll take this one. Uh, so it's going to be the base game is definitely going to be very similar to what everyone heard in episode fifty-two, um, with a similar set of punches and defense moves. But uh, we're looking at adding. So I um, recently wrote up the idea for a fatigue system. Like if you lose a certain amount of hit points, maybe you, your punches start becoming less effective. Um, and we're also, like I said, a lot of, I think a lot of the variety might come in some of the character options that we're looking at as well. Uh, we'll kind of see how this develops over the next month. Heath and I have a lot of play testing to do. Um, but I think, yeah, it's going to be a little bit more fleshed out than what you heard in 52. Cool, 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 cool. Um, so Heath, I, I'm a, I'm a patron. I've been a patron for three months. September first, I want to schedule a, a fight with you. What can I expect from that experience? You right. know, overall. So uh, September first, when this thing goes live, we'll look at our list of patrons um, who are eligible, and I will start sending out some communications with them to try to organize it. Um, and it'll, because we're factoring in that some of the people are going to want to create their own characters. It's going to be obviously kind of difficult to like, I reach out to you and we do the boxing match the next day. So, you know, we'll have to organize times and be a little bit flexible with that, but we'd like to get, um, you know, what one a month or two a month done would is kind of the goal where, shooting for right now so at at that pace we could probably hopefully knock out our our backlog within a few months but uh yeah what it'll look like is i'm i'm gonna reach out and and get in communication with the people on the list find out where they're you know what they're looking like time wise um and find out whether they want to create a character or if they just want to check out the pre-gens and then we're gonna have um 
mostly courtesy of Brian, some deliverable documents that give you kind of the guidelines and like what you need to worry about for character creation and what you don't need to worry about. Because it, it, the fact is the game's not going to incorporate like every little skill that there may be, right? So kind of a toned down uh, char- character creation pro- process to, to streamline it a little bit. And then once we do organize, organize a time, um, I was going to let Brian kind of tell us what your role in this thing is going to be, because you're going to get on a call, uh, a Discord call, I'm assuming, with uh, me and Brian to do this match. Now, you're going to be fighting Titanium Mike, right? So what what are you doing, Brian? I'm there to be the ref and the announcer for the match. Um, so I will be kind of taking... Uh, lesser version of Adam's role in the previous fights. Uh, I'm just there to make sure that the players know what's going on, uh, that we're moving through things correctly. And then I'm also there to, I'll have a little bit of intro music for each character, um, give them the boxer's announcement, everything like that. Well, also, um, judges. Yeah, right? that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so because we're working on codifying the the judging system to make sure that kind of fits in with the boxing rules as well. And I think we got a pretty good setup at the moment. I don't want to reveal too much, but uh, I think the if the matches don't go to a knockout, um, then we'll we'll have a pretty good way of picking out the winner for that fight. Right, and and uh, like he said, we're we're keeping a little bit of this under wraps because we don't want to. We we start play testing a lot. We don't want to um, reveal something and then end up changing it. Just well, because and we're we still... also love to build a mystery. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is this is true. I, I I will say that we have play tested a few times, and like uh, Brian said, we we have worked on a system for judges if the fights go the distance, right? That that is fair and incorporates the numbers of the thing as opposed to just Brian saying who he thinks is the winner, right? Because right. if I want to stay hired, I'd have to pick Heath every time, and so <laughs> I'm not in charge of that, my man. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we, uh, we've 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 split that so you don't have conflict of interest there. Heath, <laughs> Heath hasn't hired you. That's my role. That's what I'm serving in this is the arbiter. <laughs> Right. Uh, I, I, that's this probably be fair, for the God best. Damn it. <laughs> that's probably for the best. Uh, but to, to that, I will say as far as some of the more like numbers related stuff that what we're looking at is, uh, seventh level characters, seventh level fighters. And that is obviously because Mike in the fiction of the story is currently seventh level, but, uh, we're not going to, m- continue to progress that with Mike's level, right? So I do want to talk a little bit about what kind of my ideas were for the fiction of this thing, right? Because I'm sure we would inevitably get some questions about like, oh, well, is this canon, right? So Titania Mike's Fight Rock, <laughs> uh, in my mind, takes place in a an alternate timeline where after again, the events of against the Aeon throne, Mike Particularly decides the finale, right? Right, right. Change Mike, the timeline. Yeah. Right. Mike decides not to go, uh, into further adventures, right? He, he decides I want to get involved with fighting again. So we we're calling it fight rock because the idea that we had, which I think is a lot of fun is that, 
Mike instead decides to purchase a, a small asteroid out in the diaspora and build a boxing arena <laughs> and host boxing fights. Kind of like, uh, like my inspiration for that idea was the UFC because of all the coronavirus stuff. Um, and, and, you know, regulations and safety fighting in the United States. They said, okay, well, screw it. We'll just buy an island. <laughs> and we'll call it Fight Island. And they I don't think they ended up buying an island, but they made a deal in Abu Dhabi and have Yaz Island out there that they're they're hosting all these fights on. So I was like, yeah, let's do that, but like in space. <laughs> right. Fight rock. Yeah, fight rock. So so that that's the fiction of the thing. It's like we're we're in an alternate timeline now where Mike is sort of a boxing promoter slash fighter, you know. So does that Mike still have all the memories from against the Anthem? Uh, yeah, I think he probably does, but I think it doesn't matter, you know, because <laughs> we're not going to be like talking about it. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a lot of time for other fighters to be like, you know. So how much time do I get with you two fine gentlemen per session? So we think we'll be at the fights. It'll be a six round fight. Uh, we're think those will be take somewhere between an hour, hour and a half, uh, and then we'll have a little bit of time before and afterward. So we'll get somewhere between an hour and a half and two hours to hang out with us and to do this fight. Nice. Right. I think we're going to just like block off basically two hours because like the, the fight itself could be anywhere from an hour to an hour and a half. But we also, because this is an opportunity for Patreon people to come and hang out, like there should be a little bit of hanging out so we can, we can shoot the shit and, and joke around and stuff and still have time to do the fight without rushing. Yeah. Cool. Um, is there anything else you guys want to share about it? Yeah, I'll say something. Um, so at the moment, we don't plan on having this recorded and released. Uh, there's just a, uh, we want to make sure that everyone feels comfortable doing this. So, you know, and uh, we don't want people to like shy away from it because suddenly they're in the public eye. This is a fun, this is supposed to be a fun hangout session. On top I, of don't, I don't want to edit all this. Let's just be real. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's completely fair. Uh, but I think we were, Brian and I were both on the same page with that from very early on. It's like, this is not, we're not trying to produce further content and be podcast content whores. Like, we already have enough shows and content that we put out. We wanted this to be special for the person that gets to be involved with it and, and be a more like intimate, personal kind of hangout. And I think that's probably for the best, um, not only from an editing perspective, but like Brian said, from keeping people comfortable and not want to, we don't want to have to, you know, have people sign waivers and, you know, mm -hmm. be, right. allow us to put their stuff out. Um, and we want it to be more special than that. Yeah. Cool. Well, Heath, do you have anything else you want to say about it? Um, well, I will tease a little bit and say that. I'm looking at having a very special guest for the first one. Okay. Kind of a, an example situation. Um, yeah. Um, well, we're, we're looking at the idea. And again, this isn't till September. So anything we say is subject to change. Mm -hmm. This is the fine yeah. print, but the, <clears throat> I'm, I'm in talks to have a very special guest for the first episode and to maybe record that one as an example. Yeah, let's not call them episodes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm already, I'm already no. messing myself up. Uh, the first match, we, we may yeah. end up recording the first match 
so that people will have an example of what to expect. But I will say that's not going to continue. So don't even ask. We're not going to keep <laughs> recording after that one. We're just going to have a, a, a very, you know, probably a very special intro to get everybody excited and get an idea of what we're, what we're trying to do here. Mm. Uh, cool. Well, I have some listener questions for you guys. If we want to get into that segment, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but no promises. Okay. <laughs> I'll ask this just cause you haven't, this is actually about the game. So okay. go ahead and get that one out of the way. This is from new Shayo. Uh, and Shayo asks, are you guys accounting for size and reach? So there actually, that goes back to the very beginning philosophy. I think of what you told me when you guys first made the game is that you wanted it to be relatively like its strength. Is it in its simplicity? as well Mm -hmm. so if i mean sure we could start including like all the details that go into boxing and heath could probably lecture me for hours on all the (laughs) things we could try to codify but Uh, yeah in real boxing reach is a massive advantage Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but for the sake of for our sake and also for everyone who's participating we don't want like everyone to have to think about those decisions uh as they're as they're making their character playing the game so by keeping it a little simpler, uh, we're hoping that this is a more inviting thing for everybody. Uh, I agree, and good answer. Uh, okay. <laughs> From uh, BPT, BPT, or Bipolar, however you know him. We know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what sport do you think the other characters would be most effective in? Of the cast? Yeah. Okay, well, I don't know if she'd be most effective, but my God, the visual is so good. Uh, I want Ziva to do uh, roller derby, but like space roller derby. <laughs> That's good. That's that good. is good. I was going to say, we already know she ain't no gymnast. Yeah. <laughs> You're right about that. Uh, uh, what about... I, I think Oren would be yeah. a pool... He'd be really good at pool. Oh, he'd be a pool yeah. Shark. Yeah, yeah. Horseshoes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, Fell be a good basketball player. Hey, for the height, fourteen yeah. feet tall, yeah. five hundred feet tall now. I was thinking like volleyball. <laughs> you know, take advantage of some of those jumping yeah. legs. There you yeah. go. He'd probably like volleyball better because he could do it shirtless. <laughs> yes, he would. Let's see. What about uh, Zeno? Chess. Chess. <laughs> <Jess>, yeah. <laughs> Contact chess. <laughs> um, I mean, what is another? Like if we're going pure like sports, maybe baseball. It's it's a little less like physically exertive and contact sport as like football or fighting or something like well, that. Yeah, and and baseball's a bit of a chess game, you know. Yeah, it's a thinking man's game for sure. Um, okay, and let's see. What I mean, no, Mike is a boxer, so <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. I What's mean, it? I do think Mike could have in a different life had a good career in Brutaris. Uh, for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Uh, okay, good question. Um, let's see here. So we have another one from uh, Bippy T. And he asked to you, Heath, would Mike ever be open to moving into the MMA market after a couple more feats? Uh, I mean, I think if we're looking at the fiction of the thing, if, if Mike had continued with his boxing career and become like a champion and and a household name he probably 
I wouldn't put it out of the realm of possibility that he'd pull kind of a Conor McGregor, Floyd Mayweather, maybe switch over, you know, make that get that big money, you know. <laughs> um, all right. I have one more question, and I'm not really sure what kind of answer you're going to be able to give, but uh, this is from Sir Newt. Um, Sir Newt asks, Really, I assume you'll go pretty in-depth about how you made the rules. Yeah, we did that. Potential rewards, punishments for Mike? I don't know about that. Uh, so for, I have one more question. For, I assume he means for winning or losing the fights? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, it just says potential rewards slash punishments for Mike, etc. Okay. <laughs> so, I, 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 uh, yeah, go ahead, yeah, I mean, Yeah, you said this before, Heath. It's not in the, it's not in the canon of the show. So, right. you know, we've, we've gone to parallel universes at this point. Uh, so the only punishment to Mike is Heath's pride. Right. <laughs> right. right. I mean, right. honestly, the, like the good thing about this game and because we want it to be such a, like the, the, I mean, as much as I am competitive and like to win, like that's not my primary focus here. My primary focus is to have some cool experiences with Patreon people, um, that they might not otherwise have had the opportunity to be involved with right mm-hmm. so honestly it's kind of a win-win for me if i lose that means you get to win and you feel mm-hmm. awesome and right. get this get the the you know brag chip of i beat titanium mike right we should put a disclaimer on the uh on the send outs on the deliverables brian mm-hmm. uh you know about heath's heath at the moment you know just be warned yeah oh uh, go, you know I'll write that down. Make sure I'll write you that need down. To add that in the fine print. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, this, is, this is a hangout. I'm going to be sweet. Yeah. Uh, so he he finishes that whole question with what's next, um, and I that is I'm a gonna very that, vague question. Well, yeah. I'm going to assume that means okay, we've we've announced it. What what happens between now and September first? What can what can we expect? Like, uh, will there be where there'll be any release of the rule set before September first? No promises. I'm not going to say <laughs> anything related yeah. to exact dates. Uh, right. I'll say we'll release well, it when we're ready to release it, with the latest time being September first. <laughs> right, right. Well, right. September first is the is the definitely when it'll be it'll be released by September first. Yes. Well, <laughs> I, I hate to be like a horrible curmudgeonly capitalist, but like it doesn't really behoove us to release the full rules to everyone, so because then they can just go fight each other. You know, right, like true. come come fight me and give me more money on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I will say uh, the rules are out there currently in the Discord for episode fifty two. So if you yeah, want to continue that, yeah, if I continue, absolutely, you should. Those are obviously there's no copyright there, yeah. anything on this. Yeah, <laughs> there's no lawyers sure. that'll be coming after you. Yeah, yeah, it's because we don't have enough Patreon subscribers to afford lawyers that's right that's that's gonna be the next tier is we're going to the next tier lawyers to sue you guys that's definitely not true at all <laughs> for any lawyers out there we're not trying to sue our patreon people <laughs> yeah no um i okay so what's next september 1st we start reaching out to our apa patrons is that right mm. that's what that's what's next on september 1st We'll start reaching out to 
everybody to see who who's interested in setting up a match mm -hmm. and we'll go from there mm. uh, as far as what's next for the whole project who knows you know that we love to expand but we're going to expand if and when we can and how it makes it feasible because this is you know as we said at the top of this brian is a phd student so you know we there there's some some time to think about but we like to keep it open-ended gotta get through version 1.0 first right and and i mean again to be the the capitalist in this thing like the goal here obviously for us on the financial end is to get more people to jump up to that ten dollar tier so obviously we want more people but we also don't want to like bog ourselves down so much that it's impossible to get get to all the fights right and that's right. that's something we may have to you know worry with in the future as it goes on but um you know as it is now we we think we'll be able to within a reasonable amount of time accommodate everyone who's interested yeah but it's it's very it's going to be very hard for us to like try to push it to where we're like doing multiple episodes a week kind of thing like that's a, that's just we have you know lives he's a phd student for for goodness well, sake and we have the show and, and yeah everything else too so all right well that yeah i don't want to end this on a downer note so <laughs> I mean, so t tell me brian what are you most excited about for this project uh i am honestly very i think one of my goals for this, for sure, is to bring the experience, bring an experience that is like just as good or better than what we heard in episode 52 I'm or any other ones it before. Be yeah, if okay. it's not better, you're fired. Uh oh. Yeah. All right. Well, oh man. And the first one's <laughs> the might pressure be, is on. Okay. First one might be recorded too, so there's no getting around this one. Uh, no. So, um, I'm, I'm really hoping that the people. My goal is to make it so that the people that that participate in this have a good time uh, and you know want to keep following the podcast at the very least after we are done with uh, with our fight. All and right, I'm, part, I'm happy to be part of like the the lesser the lesser family, the second cousin of the Southern Tomfoolery family. <laughs> well, we got to come up with a better name than lesser family. But, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that feels but, degrading. <laughs> yeah, we're glad to we're glad to have you uh, for sure, Heath. What about you? What what are you most looking forward to? Oh, I mean, like I'm just really excited to be able to hang out and play play this fun mini game with people. And I mean, obviously, like I have a lot of interest in in boxing, anyways, and also have a lot of interest in in RP and and Starfinder and stuff. So for me, it's just all the the best of all those worlds. I get to hang out with people shoot the shit you know maybe drink some beers uh and and come and compete with them in this game that we've created so i mean that's it's perfect for me i mean we i get to be the the star of this little project mm -hmm. <laughs> well i think that's all the listener questions that's all my questions well brian how was your first tom talks it was great <laughs> i hope there are more please invite me back <laughs> <laughs> well i know next month we've we've got something on the books for sure but we'll we'll keep you in mind for future ones now that you're a passel pal Alrighty, i look forward to it again everybody uh i know we we have to be a little bit cagey about about the rules and stuff because we're still in the playtest phase be patient with us but i hope you're excited we're excited about titanium mike's fight rock 
And we think this could be something really fun for our, our patrons and something unique that I don't, I mean, I, I don't think any other podcast out there is doing something exactly like this. Just, uh, you know, keep, keep your, uh, I was going to say keep your ears out. It's not, it's not <laughs> how that out, works. Keep your fists up. Sleep, sleep. Yeah, sleep with one ear open, folks. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, just get ready. I mean, like you'll you'll hear more um, either leading up to or or on September first. Um, and, and we're excited. We hope you're excited. This is something special we want to provide for our patrons. So so please let us know when the time comes that if you're uh, interested in doing this project, and we'll make it work. Um, I also do, as, as kind of a last note, want to remind people, um, if you go to Norse Foundry's website, use our code STF and you can get a discount on their products. Get yourself some sweet new dice. For sure. For sure. For sure. Get you some of them medals. Them chonky boys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Great. Well, that's another Tom Talks, I think. Yeah. It seems like it's another Tom Talks in the book. If I may jump in real quick, because I'm going to send this to all my friends and family. Thank you for listening all the way through. I know you're going to hear this. Uh, thanks. And so, yeah, shout out to friends and family. Hello. Cheers. Cheers. Just totally- hey, hey, Brian's yeah. friends and family. <laughs> I, thanks for listening. Yeah, I had no idea we'd have that uh, that tertiary audience. Yeah. Uh, what's up? <laughs> Are some, like, are some of your friends and family listening to the show? Or are they just like, no, my, my boy is on Tom Talks. <laughs> my, my brother my brother just started, or he's going to as soon as I sent him this. And then um, I've got like in my D&D group, I'm pushing it as hard as I can. So, Lindsay, oh, nice. you better listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully she hears that message at the end of this to listen to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right. Well, again, Adam, as always, thanks for being my, my co-host here on Tom Talks. Brian, thanks for being our first non-cast member and, and becoming a Passel Pal. And really, thanks for helping me with this game because, like, I had the idea to do it, but I didn't have the, the requisite skills to make it a reality. <laughs> so, without you, I don't think we could do this. I'm happy yeah, to fill thank it. You for, yeah, thank you for making it so i didn't have to do it (laughs) (laughs) well that was one of the goals i know adam you know being the the leader of this whole stf thing has a lot of work that he has to do all the time what with recording the shows and doing the editing and and really a big part of my goal in doing this other than getting you know community engagement and new new patreon subscribers was or, or add any work to adam's workload right and I was like real secretive about it for the first week. I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> Me and Brian started talking about it, and then I mentioned it to Adam. He was like, "You should probably like tell the cast." Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you're right. <laughs> Adam's Adam's not available for this. Now, who can I fool into doing some of this work for me? And yeah. uh, I responded with enthusiasm. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm glad I drunkenly reached out to you. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're we're all. We all are Southern Tom fools in a way. So mm. thank you for for taking the bait. Absolutely, no. I'm really I, I'm really happy to be part of this, and thank you for the opportunity to do this. Uh, and thank thank you to all of you that are patrons right now. It's awesome. You've made a lot of things possible. Thanks to all of you who are just listening. Like I get it's tough times out there too. So I want to make sure that also add the message that really we're just glad to have you listening to the show so if you can't 
sub we understand you know and it'll be it'll be there if and when you can uh but thank thank you all for listening and being a part of this greater thing to where we can add somebody like brian to our actual family not our lesser family (laughs) and uh you know and i can't wait to see where it grows from here so go back to your broom closet brian okay (laughs) you hear that you hear that brian's friends and family that are listening he's our family now yep he's ours now (laughs) he's stolen All right. Well, again, thanks for coming to another Tom Talks, uh, you guys and and listeners. Like we always have a good time doing these. Um, so look, there's only one thing left to be said. We'll see you. We'll see we'll you. See ya. There you go. Very first one. <laughs> <laughs>